Hey, it's Anthony Meisner. And it's Jim Marion. Welcome to Front Range Facts. This is our local Colorado portion of our show. Yeah, so, so we're going to dive into some statewide data to share with you guys today. And one thing that uh, Anthony and I have been tracking is uh, you know, our data coming out of Showing Time, which is the showing service that manages the bulk of showings here uh, in the state, has some really kind of enlightening data when you look at, uh, what, back to 2014, Anthony? Yeah, it's all the way back to 2014. But the coolest part about this is it just shows us how abnormal the last couple of years have been yeah. and just how buyer behavior has been extremely different. Now, 100 is considered a baseline for like basically, you know, every year, right? January, January starting, yeah. um, it looks like every year is kind of compared to the prior year. So they're a little different off of that baseline, but 2014 was the start. We're at 83 right now. So showings in the Western region have really dropped compared to like the United, United States, which is still actually marginally above their baseline, which we would usually see at the end of January. Yeah, and so that's that blue line. Uh, and, you know, I think what's, a, you know, you want to really be looking at here is the fact that the last two years, you know, COVID kind of era, uh, look at that kind of heart attack jump in, in showing activity, Seriously, right? Seriously, like a real problem. You know, but, you know, I think what's fascinating about this is the historical perspective. And that's the fact that if you look back to the normal times, the way, way long ago, 2014 and 15, 16, you can kind of see what the normal rhythm is of a market. Um, and that's what we should be comparing this to now that we're in this kind of more muted future that we're headed towards. Yeah, I would expect that we get right back to something yeah. really similar because our buyer and seller trend should start to follow that. Absolutely, yeah. So I think, you know, it's good you know, from looking at it from that perspective. And then also from a standpoint of prices for single family homes, um, clearly we're off the peak where, you know, you had this crazy amount of showings last year around this time and nothing to sell. So obviously prices jumped through the roof and they kind of remain that way, you know, even in some cases through, you know, July activity. But where are we right now with prices? Well, we're normalizing now around more of where we were at uh, the end of 2021 to the beginning of 2022. Uh, so $530,000 median sale price for single family homes. We started in January of last year at a $520,000 sale price. So we're still above that starting point of January. But, you know, if you're going to be, you know, looking to price a home as a realtor, or even make an offer as a buyer, you know, looking at what things sold for around November 21 to about February 2022 is kind of where you want to be putting your comparables. Absolutely. And if you're a buyer, you can really see in here, you really need to start shopping early because we're still going to experience a spring market, right? We're yeah. going to see that rising tide. If you were looking for about, let's just call it the bottom, we're probably there, right? This is about as low as we're going to sink because we have a lot of buyers coming to market. We've had those interest rates come down, and now we have a lot of sellers that are ready to get back into that. Spring well. market equals stability for prices. For sure. Know, is, is kind of and the cases. townhouse condo market, so this is the same one for that. It actually has done remarkably better yeah. than the, the detached single-family home market. I think that's probably largely due to the fact that we have had to have people move from detached to attached with that, you know, jump to qualify, yeah, right? Yeah. Jump in the price of money. Yeah. So you have a lot more people kind of interested yeah. in this market. Well, and, and when your interest rates double, you know, your budget has to drop. So, exactly. you know, where are you going to go? You're going to go downstream and that's propping up the prices for the lower end of the market. Yeah, so this is a good sign, right? I mean, these are really similar numbers back to March mm -hmm. rather than maybe that January, February. Yeah, February. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one thing also that, you know, we wanted to kind of hit upon is just the fact that, you know, construction plays a role in feeding inventory. Uh, 
Um, Colorado is actually number three in the state, in the country when it comes to new homes being built per 10,000 residents. So that's really you know, great to see statewide. Um, and right now, you know, the amount of new homes that's being sold versus existing, well, new or existing homes are selling at 37% more uh, of the sales volume than the new construction. So there's still quite a ways to go if you wanted to, you know, continue to build and build and build to make it more equitable, as you can kind of see if compared to states like Texas or, you know, in uh, North Carolina as well. Um, so that's, you know, that. Yeah, that's a really good sign. If you get over to the single <coughs> home resale market, you can see that new listings over the course of last year, really want to focus on the year to date wrap up being that this is all the way through December. Um, they were down 6%. So as buyers left the market, some sellers definitely chose not to continue at the pace they were selling. And due to all of that, you know, our under contracts and our solds are really down about 20% for the year. Mm -hmm. If you look month over month though, or year over year, I'm sorry, we're down 42% in that December. I think we're going to start seeing some real seasonality back in the market. We've been so plateaued for so long because buyers are forced to shop and shop and yeah. shop until they can find something with the inventory shortage. Now that they are more in control, we're going to start seeing some bigger peaks and valleys in the market. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that's kind of good to point out is the percent of list price received. Uh, you know, it's a 1.1% drop compared to, a, you know, a year ago. So, you know, we're seeing some relief for those buyers. It's a great time to get out there and, and start thinking about purchasing a home because of that. Absolutely. The only problem is if you're in the lower price points, you're going to see some more competition in the townhouse mm -hmm. condo market than the detached market. But honestly, look at the drop in the amount of listings. We had 14 or 15% drop in total number of listings there, which really goes to show that you know people are just responding in kind with what they're seeing in the market. Yeah. Same thing though, under contract sold, they've slipped you know 25% or so. Yeah, but that year to date, median sale price still being up 11.5% for the townhome kind of market. Uh, you know, nice to be a seller for sure. Yeah, the good sign is if you're a buyer, you know, it had one and a half months of inventory there as a townhouse condo, that's the best we've seen in a long time. So this might just be that relief that some of those buyers needed to get into a home. Yeah, and you know, now we've got this uh, chart up here that goes up back to 2010 to kind of just show what the rhythm of the market is and that green line being single family homes and the blue line being the attached market. So Anthony, what are some of the takeaways you feel are here? Yeah, I think one of the biggest takeaways is you can see we're trying to get back to more of those normalized markets, but we haven't had this type of an under contract rate in a December since pre-2014. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was the last time that we had, I mean, we've basically been increasing the size of the market. People have been, you know, shopping on cheap, cheap money for a long time during the last decade. And so they're starting to sort of realize a reset, right, from these COVID years. So I think it's a good sign to show that December is going to be the low. We're going to feel a lot more like, more like a 2014 time period. It gives us, us some historical perspective of what to look for coming up. But what that shows us is we have a lot of homes going to come on the market and go under contract in the next few months in the spring. Yeah. And, you know, again, you know, the idea here is, is that we're normalizing around more of what, uh, you know, historical rhythm is. And 2014-ish is, is a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, comparison to where we're headed to, I think. Yeah, I mean, you can see here in the average sales price, every single month was showing increases all the way up until December. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that people pulling stuff off the market just having the ability to not buy if you don't want to, you know, not shop over the holidays. You had a lot of people back out of the market at that time frame. They're going to be right back at it again in the spring, especially now the interest rates have trickled down a little bit over the last few weeks. So don't expect average sales prices to drop, right? I mean, yeah. we've kind of had the shock factor to those huge booming interest rates. And now if we chase interest rates down even a little bit, 
It's going to bring a lot of stability to the state market. And you're even seeing when the you know interest rates are adjusted every week, it's a much more muted you know up or down than it was at uh, May, June, July kind of time frame where it seemed like you know you wake up and it's a point higher than it was the day before in some cases. Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, so the, you know we got some stability with the interest rates. Yes, they suck. They're higher, but that is a bit of where the new normal is going to be along all this and. Uh, I think we're going to see that spring market really, you know, put some oomph into things again. So percent of list price, you know, received, Anthony, I think, you know, again, looking back at kind of where that 2014, 2015 roadmap, you know, puts us, you know, we're very much around 2014 right now, uh, you know, with levels of, you know, percent price received. And so right about, you know, 99 to 101% is probably kind of the, the working range here for a lot of things. Yeah, I think in 2023, you're really going to feel that, you know, maybe 98% is our, our low point and maybe 100% or so in the, the peak of the market is going to be the high point. Will you see a couple of bidding wars? Probably. But is that going to be the norm? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've definitely gotten away from those COVID years. So you're not going to see those extreme shifts in the spring market. If you want to go shop in a spring market and actually be able to, you know, get a home under contract, this is going to be a really good year for that. There's definitely going to be inventory out yeah. there available. Yeah. And there'll always be the ones that are priced, you know, right, that are in a great area that have multiple people. I mean, right. that's what every market has is some with multiple offers anyways. Um, and then days on market until sale, uh, you know, we, we got so low with how quickly the market was turning off. It really kind of took our, you know, mind away from what more of a normalcy looks like. Anthony, you know, wouldn't you agree that we've got, I think, some, some good positives when it comes to keeping things on the market a little bit longer? Yeah, we're at 55 days right now. I would expect that maybe January at most would be up from here, but probably this is the peak. And then we're going to trend lower all the way through May. Mm -hmm. but it will not get back to where we were a year ago, right? Yeah. We're going to see the, a healthier pace of the market. So if you're a buyer, you can get out there and shop for a couple of weeks. New stuff comes on the market. You can go look at it. You know, maybe you're one of two offers instead of one of 25 offers, right? And you're not just going to see stuff go under contract in the first weekend, right? You're really going to start seeing some just really healthy transition in the market. We needed inventory yeah. for all these buyers to really get under contract again. So this is going to be a really good sign for buyers going into this. Well, section. you know, and buyers keep in mind that, you know, when you talk about a balanced market where both sides of sellers and buyers are equal, you know, have equal weight, you know, that's more of a four to six months of time it takes to get a home off the market. If we're pushing up to 60 days or so, that's two months. It still is, is more seller favorable than buyer favorable. So keep in mind, if you got a good deal, jump on it. Yeah, and the last time we were in that scenario was around that 2012 timeframe, and the average days in, on market were 100 at the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So to put it in perspective, this is still a seller's market. It's still going to feel a little bit like that, even though there's just not quite as many buyers out there available. Yeah. So, you know, if you think you got everything, you know, all your eggs in a basket as a buyer, you probably don't. You know, the <laughs> sellers may decide to keep shopping if they don't like some of the things you're trying to do with things. Absolutely. So the inventory of active listings, you know, it's, it's interesting because there certainly is taking things longer to sell. Um, but because there's been so many sellers who have decided to pull back, it's really muted that effect to quite a, a degree. There were only at 10,000 homes on market for, or, well, 11,000 homes on the market through all of the single family and only about 3,000 townhouses. We need to be at probably two or three times that just to get back to some sort of balance. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't see it happening really fast and in a hurry. Are we going to be in a rising inventory market? Probably going into 2023, right? We just have higher interest rates. It's a little bit more economic uncertainty, but we have so far to go that this is a really, really good time for real estate in Colorado, yeah. and we're so insulated. 
right? Yeah. Well, in, in, again, you know, the builders have all retracted. They pulled back. So we're not going to have an influx of new construction. That's going to be an hallelujah to anybody. And we have so many sellers who are sitting on a 3% interest rate that yeah. they're not motivated to downsize if it's going to cost them more <laughs> for that smaller home. As they home. could, right? Yeah. It could literally yeah. cost them more money. You to know, go buy maybe if they're paying 500 a month like we are for our gas and electric bills, maybe they'll decide, <laughs> hey, it isn't worth it. But uh, for the most part, you know, they're going to look at the math and just say it's not worth it and you're going to continue to see a muted you know uh, flow of inventory coming into the market for those factors alone absolutely well i'm anthony meisner with land title don't forget you can always reach me on my cell phone if you have any questions 303-968-9868 or meisner at ltgc.com again jim marion here realtor at codal banker my phone number 303-548-0243 shoot me an email to jim at ourcoloradohomes.com Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yeah, take care. Thanks.